0: Pray to me, me to your bed. Welcome to the Bed Post Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bed Post Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and uh, performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in depth conversation about sex and sexuality. And this week, I have a very special friend in the studs. That's what I call the studio, um, Billy Lake. It's good to be here in the studs. In the studs. Billy, we, uh, for, for all of you who will not know, <laughs> me and Billy are actually friends. We are. We went to college together.
1: This is true. Theater, theater school.
0: We went to the theater school together. <laughs> no, what I, I was uh, thinking today of um, we were in the same dance class. You're a dancer. First Ugh. of all, yes you are. Shut up.
1: Oh my god. Okay, sure.
0: You're a dancer. I
1: get scared to say that sometimes cuz there are such amazing dancers out there.
0: But that is so silly for you to say <laughs> that. That is so silly. Um and we were in the same class like I think right at the beginning. We were put in the same class. Yes,
1: and level 2. Level 2 right, right smack in the in middle, the middle.
0: cuz they didn't know I guess <laughs> no. our, our skill level, right? And I'm looking at you and I'm like and I'm like, okay, I've got to be, I got to be that good. Like, I got, that's, that's how I have to be. That's And then hilarious. the next semester, <laughs> they put me down a level <laughs> and bring you up level. And I was like, oh, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I just remember there were like four people in level three and like five people in level one and the rest of us were just all in the middle. Yeah. they figured it out later. Totally.
0: And then they yeah. just figured it <laughs> out.
1: I fell out of a double pirouette when they were trying to figure out which one to put me in. I was like, well, that's it. I'm out of the school now. I'm fired. (laughs) You're
0: cut. Yeah, I'm cut From the program. Yeah. Just completely. Uh Um, But you didn't grow up here. You grew up...
1: In Newfoundland. In Newfoundland. Can't you tell from my thick Newfoundland accent? (laughs) You can put it on, though. Sometimes. A couple drinks, and (laughs) out she comes. Yeah. Or if my parents are around...
0: Do your parents have a thick accent? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah? Oh, yeah. And it's so funny because growing up, I didn't think that they did at all. (laughs) Yeah. And then now they call me and I can barely understand what they're saying. (laughs) But, but yeah, no, talking on the phone, it it comes instantly back. (laughs) And that's I won't adorable. do it
0: because it's offensive.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, it's racist. It's I
0: won't. I won't do the racist. accent. Everybody,
1: no, please. I'm not a you know dancing monkey for your entertainment. Well, I kind of am. That's sort of I guess you, part that of the job. Kind of is yeah, what you that's are. That's what I
0: do. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, and you are a gay individual.
1: This is correct. <laughs> Thank you for noticing.
0: <laughs> what What's it like growing up in Newfoundland, being a gay person? Uh...
1: I may shock you by saying it wasn't entirely pleasant uh, yeah, yeah. initially. Um, I think even just growing up gay at the time that I did, the 90s. The 90s. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh just was not good in, in general. You I mean, don't in think England, so? Why not? Maybe for a lot of people. I just feel like a lot of people have similar stories of not sort of being able to be who they are until later on in life. In the 2000s. In the 2000s. <laughs> the, the magical 2000s, the decade of acceptance. Yeah. Um, I have friends, like, younger friends in their 20s who, like, who took boys to prom and uh-huh. were, you know, president of their school. And yeah. I was really just praying that no one would notice me as I pranced and lisped around. Yeah. But, um, I no, I have vivid memories of, you know... I, trying to, like, in the mirror, trying to learn, teach myself how to walk. Straight. Straight. That was a, a conscious effort for me. Really? Which, looking back, seems so silly. <sighs> yeah. And really, and I did get, I didn't get, like, there was not a lot of physical, uh, I didn't get, like, bullied that way.
0: That's But good. I did get
1: verbally but, bullied yeah. a lot. And a lot of it, I think, was because they could see that I was trying to be something I wasn't, Hmm. you know? And I feel, I'm so jealous of people who at an early age are able to accept who they are and have that confidence. And I feel like if I had been able to do that... Then it would have been fine, you think? They might have left me alone just because, like what they're gonna what's the worst they're gonna say they're gonna say you're gay and I'm gonna be like yes I am am.
0: exactly leave me alone
1: end of story and you're dumb yeah and I I had bullies talk to me after I did come out because I came out before I left Newfoundland after high school and say you know the reason you know the reason we made fun of you is because you were so clearly gay and pretending not Not to be not to be Yeah.
0: Really? I mean,
1: I think that's bullshit. That's, I think they were think making that's... fun of me because they didn't like gay people, but... Yeah, yeah, totally. But it was nice of them to come around afterwards.
0: Yeah, at least you can have, even if an untruthful conversation, <laughs> to have a conversation, I guess. Yeah. Halfway they weren't there. They were throwing
1: things, that's nice. Yeah, they weren't
0: throwing... One time when I was in the cafeteria, I, I got called a dyke all through, really? all through high school, yeah. Um, even when I was with a boyfriend, right. I'd still get, I'd still yeah. get dyke and he got fag. Um, but I, uh, w- I got hit in the head with a full juice box once. Oh man.
1: What flavor? Do you remember?
0: No. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but, um, my boyfriend got hit in the head with, I think like a full chocolate bar. Oh. Like someone was so enraged.
1: <laughs> that they would give at up. At the sight their- of us. Right.
0: That they were just like mm, throw this, and then like oh shit, my chocolate bar. <laughs> I would never throw a chocolate bar. And my boyfriend just fully opened it up, started eating it. It was like
1: perfect. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate revenge. <gasps> yeah, so so silly. I would walk around with headphones. This is embarrassing. I would walk around with headphones not plugged into anything. Oh, I don't know why I didn't think to actually just listen to music, but I thought. <laughs> If they think I can't hear them, maybe they won't say things. No, bother you. Yeah. Well, I have
0: friends that do that, just like on the TTC. Now, right, just because they want
1: to hear, but they don't <laughs> yeah. want they don't yeah. want people
0: to be bugging them For or talking sure. to them or some loony yeah. looney tune approaching them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pretend to be sort of crazy myself. That usually works. I do that on like the <laughs> Greyhound. Like, if you want to have two seats to yourself, it's perfect. Just. Sit there, put your bags down, and just start, like, mumbling to yourself and kind of... No, I do. I do for sure. My husband taught me that, actually, because he's done it before. And it works. No, it works. Unless don't. someone crazier than you comes and like, oh, another crazy person. And then oh, shit. they want to be friends. Then... But luckily that hasn't happened. Usually <laughs> I just get my own two cents. <laughs> and then you can
0: nap. Oh, my God. So what, um, what about your family? Were they... Are you from a conservative type of a family? Uh, or?
1: I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say my parents were, (laughs) I wouldn't say my parents were, like, wishing and praying for a gay son. Right. I will say my mother is perhaps my biggest fan, and so I probably could have come out as a serial killer and she would have still, Uh, you know, really supported me. Um, I came out to her... With a handwritten note, yes, on her pillow, yes, you and left she, it I did thinking, I don't know, I couldn't say it to her face, and how old were you? I was. This was first year of college. Yeah, I had come out to my friends, everybody. I had come out to everyone with the exception of my parents. Yeah, and so I did that to my mother, and then she sort of came to me and was sort of more upset that I had I expressed in the note that I was nervous that she wouldn't be supportive. But she was upset that I would think that of her. Yeah, she got offended you know. by She that. got offended <laughs> by my... by my coming out. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she got offended. She made it about her. Um, and then immediately once we had talked about it, I said, can you tell dad? And then that was it. I never actually spoke to him about it.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Did uh, he ever say anything to you?
1: Mm, no. We've never really talked about it. He's met partners of mine. Yeah. I will say, though... Um, he's we don't generally talk much period yeah just so about it's not like, like we would ever have a, have a conversation about anything even resembling my sexuality right um but
0: gay or not gay or
1: not mm. yeah but at my wedding he and my mother got up to give a speech mm-hmm. and my brother also got he got married a few months ago in september That's oh really a few months ago i guess a
0: few just a few months before just you did A few months before i did yeah so oh, we my both
1: God. got married in the span of like Five months. Wow. And, oh my um, God. And is at, it just you and your brother and the that's family? That's it. We're oh, the, wow. We're the two. Oh yeah, that's funny. And uh, my parents did a speech. My parents did a speech at his wedding. My mother spoke and my father stood there <laughs> sort of frowning through the length of it and then sat down. And so I expected that would be what happened at my wedding, wedding, which was not even two months ago. And instead, um, <laughs> my mother was speaking and, and, he, and it was coming to the end. And he came and said, I just, I need to say something. And I don't know if I should say this or not. And I just, I froze. froze. I was like, oh God, oh no. And he spoke about my grandfather who is now in a home and, and he had gone and spoke to him before coming to the wedding and sort of explained like, you know, it's not a traditional wedding. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, you know what you typically expect. And, and my grandfather said, uh, I, and my dad said, you know what, people might not think that's right. And my grandfather's response was just, well, shit on him. And that was my father's contribution to the speech, which I thought was really lovely. He told that little he story. He told that little story, which I thought was kind of sweet. Oh,
0: yeah. that's very sweet. Yeah. So married, Billy.
1: Married. Married What's lady.
0: What's like? Oh,
1: God. It's How just... long were you two together? Oh, we were together beforehand? for f- four years.
0: Okay, so similar
1: to me um, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, y- yeah. And I proposed i proposed sort of just after we've been together for three years okay um i sort of had always thought i would never get married it didn't seem like something i would ever want to do Mm -hmm. uh until i met this guy my husband aiden Mm -hmm. and i suddenly thought oh this is why this is why people get married because you find the person who is the best match for you and you think I better lock this shit lock down. Lock it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I <laughs> did. I ring on I it. I tricked him, and <laughs> and now he's stuck <laughs> with me forever. Yeah. Where,
0: where did you propose? What did you <laughs>
1: paint the picture? I had so many ideas. He was doing a show. He's an actor as he's well. He's an actor, yeah. He was doing a show in Calgary, and I went to go visit him once my show that I was doing was over, and I had planned to do it in Banff. We were going to spend some <gasps> nights in Banff.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And... On the trip I got the world's worst cold sore. Oh man. Oh, fuck. oh god. It was hideous. And every time I thought about proposing, I just thought it just... this cannot be the face that says these words. I cannot be this this can't be the picture that's ingrained. And we even like out of nowhere started talking about marriage on the trip, on trip and he was like we don't even need a ring let's just say we're getting married and it's in my pocket i wow. could just have whipped it out wow but So you didn't? I didn't i didn't but you didn't i didn't do it and then we had planned another trip to florida to his family we have a house down there mm-hmm. and i was like i'll do it there yep. cold sore was gone yeah we went to the beach at sunset yep. there we had like a picnic and champagne there was like a, a like a group of like college like a college men's soccer team running shirtless drills on the beach. I was like, This is perfect.
0: This is perfect. This is perfect. Yes.
1: And so I asked him. And he said, really? And, And and then he said yes. And then a seagull stole our cheese. No word of a lie. He was also kind of upset because he had a beard and decided that day to shave it into a handlebar mustache so he, for fun. So he... <laughs> he will forever.
0: Yeah, so same with the cold sore thing. Yeah, pretty
1: yeah. much. Except I can I could control it, and I kind of liked the handlebar mustache, so. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah.
0: That's adorable. And you put the ring on him. I did. Yeah.
1: I didn't get that did get... on one knee because we were no? sitting okay, in so the Okay, so you were sand. sitting together. I thought it would be weird to then be like looming then over get up him. And... Yeah. <laughs> Make him stand or yeah. something. It was awkward. I just sort of... Yeah. Did it. Yeah.
0: So big question. Mm-hmm. Wedding night. Yes. Did you guys have sex wedding night?
1: We didn't.
0: Yeah. See? I don't think... I can't see how you can. I thought for sure we would. We had talked about it. Yeah. He's, you wanted to. We wanted to. But you just couldn't. No, God. Uh, yeah. We... I cannot <laughs> even a little bit envision myself being able to have sex that night. It just
1: was way too much.
0: Yeah, like, the day is insane. We did it first. That's what everyone said to us.
1: Oh, We're like, yeah. do it first. Get it out of the way. Like,
0: that day, the Morning. first thing? Yep. Wake okay. up, do
1: it, and then it's done, and then you don't think about it anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, actually. I thought so. <laughs> it was good advice. It was good advice. That's great advice. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a that's a Dan Savagism to yeah. fuck first, right? Oh, he yeah. says that
1: about Fresh, Valentine's like, dinner.
0: First. It just takes all of the pressure
1: away. Yeah, you know, just to do it first, get it done. <laughs> get like it's it a chore. It's like washing well, like the it's dishes. A, it's
0: just like you get up. <laughs>
1: Maybe you Make You get out some
0: soap. Yeah, you scrub. <laughs> Just like you gotta wear you gloves. Have sex.
1: You run to the store. <laughs> you know. So one more thing
0: on the list. So you've been married now for a couple months. Almost two. Oh my god, oh my god. that's exciting. Everything's changed. Have you do you say my husband a lot? I called him my
1: boyfriend the other day.
0: Not even fiancé. <laughs> I never, yeah, I
1: never really adjusted to the fiancé thing. And then it was husband, so... I've I
0: tried to say fiancé a couple times, and I'm like, mmm, that weird? sounds weird. It's weird. weird. Fiancé like, is a terrible it's word.
1: A, oh my god, it's this sort of... And you're like, do you do, like, you almost want to do, like, a French accent, and then it's like, that's, pret- that's pretentious. It I'm has an that. accent. Yeah. a no. fiancé? Fiancé.
0: Um, okay, let me ask you, Yeah. is the... What's different now?
1: Well, a lot is actually different yeah? because we also in like in conjunction with getting married, we also moved in together for the first time.
0: Oh God! So we are
1: currently living together in a bachelor apartment. <laughs> no, with all of my things in boxes around oh, the house. And, uh, like, we're both adjusting to moving back to Toronto from having lived other places. And it's, yes, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot. It's a huge adjustment. And I see him all the time. Our whole relationship was sort of built on a semi long distance
0: process. Why? Cause you're both gigging. He would be doing a show. Doing I was shows. like
1: 10 months of the year in Niagara on the Lake. Yeah. And then he would be doing a show here, there and everywhere, never stopping. And, and so now we find ourselves both not Doing shows, living and in Toronto, and wed.
0: And wed, and yes. living together. And
1: living together. Yeah,
0: that is huge. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't realize you hadn't lived together.
1: Oh, we did it all at once. We're very traditional that way. We <laughs> yeah, wanted to you, wait till it went... was legal yeah, of to course. live together. Oh, that's yeah. sweet, yeah. That's right.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mother, um, so, oh my god, so what is it like then? Um, It is a
1: constant negotiation, of course. Like, yeah. it's one of those things... And I feel, I don't know if you feel this way being in a long-term relationship as well. It's like the minute you feel like it's starting to get not stale, for lack of a better word. Oh, he's going to hate that. I said that. But not, but just like when you're starting to get used to things. Yeah. You comfortable. Suddenly, yeah. Comfortable. There you go. As soon as you start to get comfortable, you learn something new. About each other. About each other. Like... You have a conversation and suddenly you're like, oh, you're into, you're into that. Like you're in, that's okay. Great. And then let's suddenly. Roll, let's roll. Yeah. You get a whole new outlook on yeah. your, on your sexual relationship. Yeah. For sure. You open the yeah. door and there's you a open whole a room like, of stuff in there. Why have we not talked about this before? I think so that's get happening. Oh, for sure. For oh, sure. It's fun. Well, it's, uh, I don't know. I kind of, we're both Very open sexually and we've discussed all kinds of things in terms of of defining our relationship and putting labels like open, not open, monogamous, monogamish. Yeah. And figuring all that out. And the minute I think like, we're so cool. We've got it all figured out. This is what we're doing. (laughs) And then something happens like, oh shit,
0: we haven't had that conversation yet. And it's like, Wow. Yeah, that's the same thing with me and Matt. We're we're in the same way where we're constantly kind of pushing the ba- boundaries yeah. of what a traditional relationship yeah. is supposed to be like. And even still, like we're a f- Five years in. Yeah. Just had our five-year anniversary. <gasps> was it our fourth? <gasps> I think it was our fifth. <laughs> anyway, um, we are still... It's still like a learning curve. Of course. Because there's still stuff that we haven't tried yet. Or yeah, problems yeah. that haven't come up. Or, yeah. you know, trouble that needs to be shooted. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, where it's still for us, too. Like, a learning curve.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely of the mind that monogamy is not something that works for me. For you. I feel like every relationship I've had to this point has ended because of monogamy. Really? Um, Yeah? That and like my, you know crippling fear of my own happiness. Um, my,
0: self-sabot- my cons- self-sabotage. My self-sabotage. hundred percent. As soon
1: as I start to feel the littlest bit like I've... Happy? I've found happiness, I need to destroy that uh, in any way possible. But uh, no, I really feel like that... That's a big part of... For me, monogamy often breeds resentment. Because as soon as I, there's like a limit put... So what like, happens?
0: So, so yeah, give yeah. it to me. What happens usually for, for you? For me,
1: okay, so... Uh, I get into a relationship, and I'm like, this is great. I'm never going to need to be with anybody else. And then I see somebody else that I want to be with, and then I can't because I've said that I'm with this person forever, and then resentment just starts eating away. Because then
0: your part- your boyfriend, your partner, is yeah. the reason you can't be with this new person. Exactly, and so now I hate dare you. Yeah, yes. Now I hate you, I need to get out how of dare your- you?
1: <laughs> Because of I can't you know make out with this cute boy. Yeah, anymore.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you do you often communicate that, and then the breakup Never. happens, or what? Happens? No, no, it's all okay. often it's
1: because of <laughs> infidelity. You know, because uh, yeah. then I get to the point yeah. where I'm like, well, uh, I guess I should probably. I'm unhappy, just do and it I anyway. want to do
0: this, yeah. and like, or
1: he does because we're not talking about our feelings and of the know. new
0: person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: The, my my partner does, and and then yeah, so then and then. I hate him for cheating, even though that's what I wanted to do the whole time.
0: Um, <laughs> I didn't know we could do that! If we could do that, exactly, I would have done that. <sighs> Just talk. No, like, I can't. This now is we're my both. lesson.
1: This I'm in
0: no cheat way first. licensed.
1: <laughs> to fuck, <cheat> hash,
0: <laughs> hashtag fuck
1: first. Hashtag cheat first. <laughs> I am in no way a licensed sex therapist, but all I would ever say to anyone is like, talk to your partner yeah, about yeah. No, what you want to do. That is great advice. And if they, if they are into you, they'll be like, cool.
0: Yeah. Here's it's... what I want
1: to do. Maybe we can find a a good way to make that happen for both of us. It's
0: hard to talk. It, it is. is. It's hard. I don't to know. Talk. Like I was brought up
1: not talking about feelings. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, especially not sexual, sex, sexual feelings. Sexual. I don't, I said <laughs> like that. that had an accent. <laughs> sexual feelings with my fiance. Um, but no, I was taught that like yeah, because sexuality is not something you talk about yeah. when I when I first came out. I. Told two of my friends in grade nine, or attempted to tell them. I tried to make them guess, because I thought that would be easier, because I wouldn't have to say the words. And then when I finally went to go speak the words, I am gay, yeah. instead, I projectile vomited. No, you did so I did. No, no you did I literally said, I... And threw up everywhere. And that's how hard it was for me to speak about my sexuality at the time. And that little vomiting boy is still inside of me somewhere. It sounds creepy but <laughs> The worst I swear I can talk About my feelings Without throwing up now I've That's come, good yeah, I've gotten so, better at that So you've gotten A <laughs> bit yeah. better
0: well, I, I think I'm the same way As much as I'm an advocate For like Open communication Especially about sex Yeah I struggle with it yeah. I've always Struggled with it uh-huh. And I continue To struggle with it mm-hmm. For sure Like Of course It's hard, because it's, hard there, it's There's a fear you have to do it You have to <laughs> Yeah You do yeah. Unless you want Like you're saying Like resentment yeah. to Just everything to just bubble up inside until
1: you explode and yeah. throw things at each other yeah or throw the person down a stairwell yeah which i did in college
0: no oh yeah <gasps> who Shh, um, cover the mic cover the mic
1: you know who <laughs> you, you know who
0: <laughs> that's a great place to take a break billy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: i'll go apologize to him right yeah, now. yeah yeah
0: we'll give him a text we'll yeah, be right we'll be back fine. with billy lake <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by the worker-owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at ComeAsYouAre.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B E D P O S T when you visit comeasyouare.com. college years. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We're here with Billy Lake. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, we're going to pretend that we didn't just tell a really interesting story on the break there that Billy can't reveal on, on the air. I cannot. He cannot. Um, I want to talk about how you got into drag. Okay. Because there is a lovely lady I met at the last bedpost. Her name lovely. is Lucy Nuff.
1: That's right. That's right. The <laughs> tell me about Lucy Nuff.
0: Yep. She's just Lucy enough.
1: She's just Lucy Nuff. <laughs> um, Um, I met Lucy, oh God, 2007. So I, I, in 2007, I started working at the Shaw Festival. Yes. And while there, I learned that there had been a a history of drag performance, um, Every, well not every, various Saturday nights, they do something called the Saturday Night at the George, which was one of the theaters, mm-hmm. or snag for short, and every year they would do what they called the drag snag. Right. So, um, it hadn't been done for a number of years, and I was dating someone in the company at the time, mm-hmm. and we decided we'll bring it back. Nice. So he and I hosted a, a drag performance, and I had you never done You hosted it! I hosted it! And I would never done drag before. And he named me and I named him. He named me Lucy Nuff and I named him Princess Amaya Man. And, uh, and then, and then Lucy was born and then 10 years went by and I was still hosting it every year. And really? Yeah. As Lucy Nuff? As Lucy Nuff. She became the, the sort of the host of this show and... I, I hope my drag got better from then. God, looking at pictures now, it was just like a little blush and some, you know, <laughs> something I picked up at Value Village, which is mostly still where I get
0: costumes. Yeah, for. I mean, it's a great um, place to find costumes. It sure is. But I am in, <laughs>
1: by no means a professional drag performer. It is just something that brings me intense joy.
0: Yeah? Yeah. So did you perform at this show as well as host? Oh, of course. So what type of performances and things would you do? What's, what's your performance style?
1: Uh, it's an eclectic mix. Yes. I would say mostly Lucy is like a, a, a very loud mouth drunken, like cabaret piano bar singer. Great. Uh, a lot of inspiration drawn, drawn from like, you know, Cheetah Rivera, Mm. Alexis Carrington from Dynasty, Mm. just like big bad boss bitches. Big bad boss bitches. Um but she's also a mess she's she's a drunken clown slut that's how i refer to her a lot she's just just such a yeah uh, oh. Oh. i miss her sometimes i had a wonderful realization a little while ago that that Lucy... Because I would miss her. The The drag snag would be over. I'd do it once a year. I would do drag. And then I would miss her so much. Because yeah. I loved spending time with her.
0: So, wait. It's only once a year that you once did that? Once a year. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then you didn't do it and in then, between at
1: all? No. Never. <gasps> oh. Occasionally for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But I realized that it was like once... So, like, Lucy is always there. I see snippets of her all the time in my personality and my actions. Yeah. She is sort of the embodiment of, like, my confidence in a way and yeah. so then once a year it was just like i let her be in charge of me <laughs> and so she could do whatever she wanted and then she goes she went back to being like my inside voice yeah but i will fully have conversations with her sometimes yeah <laughs> what <laughs> do you mean well like you know when you know when you talk to yourself in your head or you're yeah. it's i realize it's that hers is the voice that i hear which is weird because it's my voice voice but she's Um, like
0: your your cheerleader kind of like often or your
1: coach or your sometimes she wants me to do terrible things (laughs) and then i just have to laugh (laughs) um but sometimes those lead to lots of fun and so yeah no she's with me always
0: i saw um when i first saw knew that you were doing drag at all um I think they're promo pictures for Shaw during cabaret.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think Trevor Hayes showed me those. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but I need to have this at bedpost. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what <laughs> what is going on. I think you were on point. Yeah. That was uh,
1: definitely a, a huge career highlight for me for Lucy for Lucy as well (laughs) that was one of the most amazing productions I've ever been a part of it was Cabaret Cabaret at the the Shaw Festival um, directed by Peter Hinton who I think is maybe one of the most insane visionary directors there is Mm -hmm. and he I, I sort of I sort of threw out the idea of me being one of the Kit Kat girls. Mm -hmm. um, And then all of a sudden he came back with these incredible images. He likes to use a lot of like imagery. There was a wall of pictures in the rehearsal hall. And he introduced me to two real life drag performers at the time. Professional drag queens. uh, Barbette, who was an American drag performer who toured all over Europe, sort of doing this mix of like circus and point and uh burlesque and would always end her show by like pulling off her wig and flexing her muscles yes and um and another incredible figure lily Elbe, who's um sort of recognized as one of the first uh like transgender or not first transgender people but one of the first people to go through any kind of gender reassignment surgery who's a, mm-hmm. a german painter and uh Oh, there was a movie with, um, Eddie Redmayne Mm -hmm. that came out a little while ago about her. And it's it's really, really fascinating. And so having those two stories to latch onto and and doing that, and I learned how to dance in point and I got to wear a pretty pink tutu. That was another
0: thing that Trevor was (laughs) like, they told him that they wanted him to be in point and he was like, okay, I'll learn that's, and you say you're not a dancer. (laughs) But well, no problem, I'll earn point for I was, this part of <laughs> the show. I was comforted by the fact
1: that, well, Fritzi Fritzy was the character's name. Yeah. I was comforted by the fact that Fritzy worked in a very seedy, like, low-grade nightclub in Berlin. So it didn't so have to be perfect. So she didn't have to be good. I just kept <laughs> the choreographer. I was like, when she would try to make it better...
0: You're I like, no, like, no, it's I a don't character be, choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
1: don't want to have to work too hard, so <laughs> I'm going to choose that she's not very good at this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it, no, it was it was incredible. The stage was this giant revolving double staircase that was just black and shiny. It was so sexy and gross Epic. and
0: awesome. Yeah. No, that it was, it show is just Oh yeah. Ugh, just dripping with sexuality. Yeah, and I like learning it. more
1: about that time, yep. like the Weimar Republic and 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 cabaret performance at that time. We watched or we learned about this performance, this um cabaret artist this burlesque performer who would just get on stage with a loaf of bread and bread was such a luxury such like it was you know so expensive at the time and she would strip down naked and then she would just put the loaf of bread between her legs and crush it with her thighs and how like decadent and sexy that was yeah that's
0: so awesome damn.
1: I want to be so cool that I can just crush bread with my thighs (laughs) people will lose their minds. Like a
0: crusty loaf. Like a crusty loaf. Just like smashed up in there. (laughs) Um, I um, recently, someone on Instagram was like, oh, thank God I got my uh, Toronto Burlesque Festival uh, application in today. Woo, an hour to go. And I did it. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's a thing.
0: <laughs> so I, no, I knew, I know about the festival and I always miss the uh, application time. Mm-hmm. And like, in, just in general, I don't do burlesque outside of bedpost. I haven't right. ever. Yeah. Um. For whatever reason, I don't know. It's just might be too much for me to now start doing other people's shows as well. Yeah. Or maybe I'm intimidated. Who, who knows? Oh no. I, or I haven't gotten scary. there yet.
1: It's scary. You. Like, it's cliquey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots That's of like reasons. drag in Toronto. I'm terrified. I was terrified to do yours because I'd never, done drag outside of Niagara right until I did I did your show and I'm doing it in Toronto and I just you know I, I live in fear of Toronto drag queens they're so incredible yeah and scary yeah and, yeah and
0: <laughs> in a I great way. And, yeah, yeah yeah and I feel the same way about like female burlesque performance and so I was like I I wanted to apply this year and I just didn't hear it or see about it and there's an hour left mm-hmm. so I put something together but Oh, God. Like, all the... The application is... They want to know exactly what the number is.
1: Oh, okay. You have to have, like, a... Ready to go.
0: Yeah. So I had to use a number. And they want to see clips from it. Mm. And they want to know about the costume and about the tricks and about... Which I just... Uh, the only the only like video I had was of a fairly basic kind of classic burlesque late 50s era yeah um it's kind of a striptease so I sent that in but like oh my god Billy like if I had time if I knew earlier like like they're like so tell us what elements are in your routine they're like circus juggling fire eating tightrope walking like on and on and on like like the women in this show, like, there's no way I'm getting in. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> <That's the spirit. laughs> absolutely no way. Like, if if you know, it's just kind of a humdrum routine. Number one, but number two, it's clicky as shit. Yeah. As we as we we're saying, but um, even though I'm, I feel like I'm kind of starting to make some connections by hiring burlesque performers to do my show. Yeah, at the very least, so I do know like a handful of gals that I use often, but but. No, they're expecting, like, the most polished, like, spectacle of a number. Right. To do the festival, right? Yeah. So I will be very <laughs> surprised. <laughs> well, I'll cross uh, my fingers for oh you. Oh, my God. But I would like to, just to, like, as you're saying, do a show outside of yeah. my, my little world. Totally. You know, and see what I'm up against and see if I can hold my ground, stand my ground and stuff like that. Oh no, that's, that's how you, that's how you grow. That's how you do. It's how you do it. That's how you do.
1: No, I know my my stuff's not very, um, you know, tricky either. Like I mostly just get up and sing songs. That's a lot. But I like a good reveal. That's sort of my, my go-to. I love to like have one costume and then, Pull it off and have another costume underneath. Yes. I also really got into making my own stuff recently. The last Drag Snag I did, I wore a costume made out of bounced dryer sheets yes. a full dress I also made a wedding dress entirely out of shower curtains and shower paraphernalia oh my god you have I to be a on rubber project runway on
0: my head you have to be on drag race I
1: can't sew it's all staples and duct tape like I cannot sew to <laughs> save my life
0: I hot glue oh yeah I That's, hot glue yeah. and gorilla glue yeah. yeah you have to if you're because you couldn't possibly afford like for drag or for burlesque if you're doing that yeah. regularly you have to make your own stuff oh for sure because you can't you can't afford to go to buy this like artisan gown floor length sequin gown like no it just doesn't exist just don't exist Mm. uh you should be on the on the um dollar dollar store episode of drag race (laughs) or the dumpster dive i would kill the dumpster dive do you think you would
1: oh for sure oh
0: yeah (laughs) they always do okay they don't even do sewing challenges anymore can we talk about drag race for a minute sure
1: I'm I I'm, I I will say I am disappointed that they've now started giving them the themes ahead of time. So they go and they bring all these. So they bring like everything. Desi- like that designers have made for them and
0: stuff. Yeah. I yeah, ass- that's I bullshit.
1: Assume. That's bullshit. I remember the days back in my day, back drag when, race when Porkchop <laughs> fucking tried to <laughs> sew Nina some flowers shit. was like making a dress out of that. At the Nina episode flowers. where they had to pull those curtains down and make outfits out of them it was like the Gone with the Wind challenge. Yep. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. Sh- I live for shit like that. I
0: love Project Runway. Me too. And essentially, that's the same thing. Well,
1: that's what I love it- about Drag Race. It's like Project Runway meets America's, America's next novel. Metal- Top Metal- Top- Metal- <Map-> yep. m- i beg, Yeah, mop, m- mop, Mop 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 m- Mop. Meets like <laughs> Survivor. <laughs>
0: yes!
1: They <laughs> yes. haven't made them eat bugs yet, but they might. But they will. It's coming.
0: And like, what's the one where they tell
1: jokes and like. Yeah, it's everything. Snatch Game. I'm like, who are these.
0: Fierce superheroes Can you tell us what Who's on your t-shirt right now? This is the Beautiful (laughs) Miss Manila
1: Luzon Manila Luzon Is one of my favorite Drag queens Her performance of MacArthur's Park well, for me go down in history is one of the best lip sync for your lives. Yes. Lip sync. Lip lip-sync, syncs for your life. Lip syncs for your life. Lip sync for your lives. Is, that I've she ever seen. She already done had hers. She, <laughs> she was spectacular.
0: Um. What do you like about Manila? Is she your favorite? RuPaul's uh, RuPaul Drag Race drag queen? Oh, there's just time? so
1: many good ones. Give me like your top five. Okay. <clears throat> I really love Katya.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I yes, loved yes, yes.
1: Bianca Del Rio. I love her, from too. From start to finish. Jinx Monsoon. Love- oh, I'm I a Jinxie fan, I too. I often go for the, like, quirky comedy Underdog. queens. Yeah. The ones who aren't pretty enough. And so the pretty Aww. girls are all, like... Are you a Latrice tells fan? jokes. Love Latrice. trees. Ah, Get those nuts away from my that face. face. Yeah. No. Too good. Jesus is a biscuit. He's going to stop. Yeah, you up. Yeah, he's going to
0: just soak you up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. A, I'm into the comedy queens too. Were yeah. you, Were you into Bob, Bob the yes. Drag Queen? Yes, I was in full support of Bob. Nice, me too. I
1: well, and I recognized in Bob. I was like, this is somebody who knows exactly what to do to win this game.
0: Yes, play the game. Yeah.
1: Has figured it out, start to finish. Yes. Alaska too. I thought so clean, so polished. She's, Except at
0: the end, unraveled. But but I even think but that was that was, a tactic?
1: I even think that <gasps> might have been
0: because they, she's like, her they her think they're not like, human. Hmm. Oh, look at us. Just <gasps> that you've got to bitch. it. Out. <laughs>
1: How dare you, but I, I respect that, that maybe. intensely.
0: And I also thought that maybe that was part of the show producers taking her, because it was so obvious she was going to win Is at that so, point, Yeah. but they, that they felt they had to take her down yeah. a peg, so they had to instigate some sort of Otherwise, meltdown. Otherwise, watch
1: the final episode. I know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, because you. it was so obvious she was mm-hmm. going to win, mm-hmm. that they were just trying to see her trip on the way yeah. to the crown right a little
1: humanity never hurt anyone
0: even though it was really bad it was so bad for anybody that didn't watch it she like she just did bad at a challenge for whatever reason and then she started to bribe (laughs) she's like i'll give you ten (laughs) thousand dollars if you don't vote me off she's she bribed detox she
1: played the game (laughs) is what she taught
0: she had the money. She had won every- She had won- yes. She had won every challenge up to that point, yeah. and, and it was always cash. Yeah. So she had 10 grand from other challenges, yeah. and she was like, I will give you 10 grand to not vote me off. Oh,
1: man. And just pouting.
0: Yeah. She like had being... a tantrum. She did. It was ugly. Ugh. Ugh. I still loved her right to the end, though. I know. Yeah. I still am like, your makeup is terrible. I your still- Your makeup is terrible. What's the other one? Um, I love um, This Is My Hair. I don't like oh. This Is My Hair. I love that uh, music video. Check out Alaska's music videos, guys. If you oh, have yeah, not, they're sure. so bizarre and, like, mm-hmm. so of her brand. Mm-hmm. Like, so on brand yeah. for her. Yeah.
1: Oh, one thing I love about Bob is that, I mean, watching clips of, of hers... She does a lot of like spoken word lip sync. I love which that. Which I just started getting into, like in the last little while. Yeah. And it's, it's putting it's film so...
0: clips into your songs.
1: <sighs> it's so it's so much harder than it sounds. Like, I just did. I just did one in Drag Snake last year from the movie Trick. Mm-hmm. Coco Peru. Maybe okay. Maybe Coco Peru is one of my favorite. Is my favorite drag queen of all time. Uh-huh. She's fabulous. But she does this incredible monologue about getting cum in her eye. <laughs> And, um, it's just, it's the best monologue. YouTube it, or, or, you know, watch the movie. It's, it's okay. Nev yeah. Campbell's brother's in it. Um, and, what? and, <laughs> and Tori Spelling, for some reason. right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, th- it's worth it just to watch this one monologue. And I tried lip syncing. It's hard. To lip sync a monologue? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't lip sync much to begin with. Just yeah, you live sing always. I do a lot of live
0: singing. Because you're an actor and a singer. Yeah. yeah.
1: And but a dancer. But every now and then... You just want to, you know, pretend you're Whitney for a second so. Oh yeah,
0: you know. oh yeah um, What was I going to say about Bob? Oh yeah, um, like have you seen My favorite performance of Bob's Is, the cra- is Crazy Oh yeah, so good oh, So I love perfect that. And she just splices in yeah. So many, oh I love it know what i just watched for the first time which uh, i'm such a drag fan i can't believe i haven't watched it like sitting down and watching it from top to bottom gonna say paris to is burning, burning. Yeah. i've seen clips from it and it's usually playing at places and i know what it is and i'm yeah. like yes it's it's a great drag documentary It's sure it was made is. in the 70s uh
1: yeah i think
0: late 70s maybe late 70s, early 80s maybe yeah. early 80s finally watched that beginning to end
1: insane so good so I cried. Heartbreaking. Oh, me too. I cried at the end. Yeah. Spoiler. From (laughs) from this. Venus Extravaganza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's amazing, too, because RuPaul and Drag Race reference it so much. Sort of indirectly. Yes. And so... Learn, like like hearing the 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 birth of like touch this skin, darling. Yes, you can't handle this. So, yeah, it's yeah, so touch all of this yeah. skin. Yeah, it's so great.
0: And the voguing.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, Benny Ninja and 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 he was on Drag Race, right? But he yeah.
0: couldn't have been. I read that he died. Oh, but it maybe it was someone from the
1: house of Ninja. I don't yeah, know I think
0: it was the, the other not Billy. Billy Benny, Benny. Benny. not Benny, but. Another person that yeah. was in the documentary, I think yeah. he was still alive, and he was on an episode yeah. teaching someone how to Vogue. Yeah, they were teaching like or something.
1: Or he was on top, top model. Oh, that's for weird. The, the, the weird posing yes! episode. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god, that's funny. Mm. Ugh, but anyway, that documentary.
1: It's it's oh. it's so great. I love introducing that to people who've not seen it before and getting a chance to watch it with fresh eyes. Yeah, it's so sad. It is. I, I
0: mean, yeah. It was not a, a, what a fucking hard time, yeah. Okay, let's end on a high note. Yes, please. I'm gonna shoot some uh, some questions, some Ooh. like this is our um, uh, lightning round. Lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a lightning effect there. Can you do that? Yes. Oh my God. Yes, okay, I will. Great. Okay, I'm really this is the about lightning that. round. Sound effect. Sound effect. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your favorite position? Oh, on top.
1: Uh, not. Not as the top, but, you know, cow- cowboy, is that what it's called? Yes. Sure. Being love penetrated
0: it. from underneath, but from you're underneath. on top.
1: I fucking love it.
0: From underneath, you do a to hair. Because, <laughs> yes.
1: Don't cry for from me, Argentina. under. Um, what? Because I like to be in control, of course. Obviously. Because I have a problem with that. Continue.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite uh, prop to use in the bedroom? Oh. Prop toy? Prop costume?
1: toy costume. <sighs> I mean, I love a good blindfold or yes. like a, or like a sleep mask. If you're, I if you're lazy, mask. often also too, <laughs> because like, if you're nasty, also because, um, my husband has a sleep mask. So he got it there. And so often I just wake him up and he just doesn't bother to take it off. <laughs> I
0: love that. It's great.
1: That could be anyone. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the spiciness it of it. Keep it fresh. it fresh. We're married couple. We're right. married
0: couple. Um, what is your favorite type of role play?
1: Uh, oh, um, 100%. yeah Massage.
0: Oh my god! Oh, you too? 100%. 5,000%. 5,
1: 5 million. <laughs> I, if I could just, if I could never have sex again and just, <laughs> just be have like... dirty
0: masseuse. Dirty masseuse? Yes! Every time. Oh my god. Oh. Okay, we have no time to talk about dirty masseuse, but okay, just g- tell me exactly what your dirty masseuse consists of. Okay. It's, um,
1: for me, it, it's all about the pretending that nothing's gonna happen and then it does. Yes. If
0: that makes sense. So, like, yeah. Like, trying to retain some professionalism. Of course. Like, they There the must job be a towel. There.
1: there must... Like, it can't <laughs> just be, like... Don't just start touching things. Don't just
0: start massaging I need, me.
1: like... Like, grazing. I need, you know... Yeah. Accidental... <laughs> grazing! Accidental grazing! Oh my god, yeah! That's kind of hilarious that my biggest fe- fetish is accidental grazing. Like... <laughs> That'll wow. be your autobiography. Accidental grazing, the Billy Lake story. But no, oh and I, I either like either role. I'm yeah, you as can well. play either. Oh, role. Yeah.
0: No, I have to be oh, massaged. Yeah. I have yeah. to be the one that's being massaged. And then I even like a little
1: like like gentle protesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, like, hey, um, what's
1: going on? Oh, what's I just happening said to in me? my deep, like, oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Do you think <laughs> I'm gay or something? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, so oh my disgusting. god, I love it. Oh, we're so <laughs> we are so nasty, gross. Kinky. What um what is the oddest place you have had sex?
1: Hmm. Or fooling
0: around, I mean.
1: Uh all,
0: fooling around is sex. All it's all right. sex.
1: Oh, the oddest place. This will be fun. Yes. Because uh, you'll be familiar with the the, uh, coaching rooms at our theater school. They locked. They locked. (laughs) And during music theory, because music theory is boring and sex is way more fun than music theory. Uh, I'm so sorry, Greg Andrews. It's just a fact.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Billy. We're at time. We did it. We did it. (laughs) it. We win. Billy, um, do you have anything coming up or do you have an internet presence or something you would like to tell listeners about?
1: Uh, I have nothing on the horizon. I I am (laughs) currently working at a children's activity studio called Oaks and Acorns. So if you want to come (laughs) in and get a latte with your child and realize that the barista likes to get dirty massages and <laughs> quietly chuckle to yourself about that fact. Come on in. Come on
0: in. Yeah. Billy, I would love to have you again at the show. I I, I would l- love to, well, look not you, to but but Lucy. but Lucy.
1: No, I'm yeah. not interesting at all. No. Lucy's way more fun. <laughs> she always gets invited places.
0: Oh, we want we want to do a duet. We uh, want to yes. do a um Hot honey rag. A hot, uh, thank you. I'm like,
1: Fosse number. I'm trying to
0: think of the fucking name of it. Yeah, we're gonna do some hot honey rag on oh, the yeah. May show, probably. Yep. Guys, I'm in. guys, Come in. look out for it. Ooh, it's gonna be. There hot. might be a reveal. There's gonna be a reveal. <laughs> Maybe two. Maybe multiple reveals. <laughs> Who knows?
1: Maybe, Maybe I'll, I'll reveal you, you'll reveal me. you
0: <laughs> will <laughs> be great. Oh, my God. Thank you, Billy. Thank you <laughs> so, much so much for doing this. My pleasure. It was so much fun. Oh, you're the best. Everybody, this is Billy Lake, and I'm Erin, and this has been the Bed Post Podcast, everybody. Check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. If you want to see Bedpost Live, the Variety Stage show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8. But... Don't be confused, because this month, which is March, it's on a Thursday. It's on Thursday the 23rd. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook or on Instagram. And uh, lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.